Hi, this is Amory Fox, and you're listening to my podcast on your terms, where I talk to people from all walks of life who have made amazing changes in their careers to live life on their own terms. I'll be giving away loads of career advice, including self-branding, interviews, CV tips along the way. If you enjoy listening to these amazing stories, please subscribe for free to my podcast. Hi, and welcome back to my show on your terms, where I get a chance to speak to people from all walks of life on changes they have made to help them live life on their terms. Today's guest is an inspiring lady, Furkan Karayel. Furkan is an award-winning CEO. She is passionate about inclusivity, diversity, women in tech, to name just a few. So having started her career in the software area, I'm really excited to hear more about your journey to where you are today. So welcome, Furkan. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for having me. And I'm really excited to be your guest today. Brilliant. So for anyone that doesn't know you, can you maybe tell me a little bit about who you are and your current company? Sure. My name is Furkan Kareyal, and I'm an inclusive leadership advisor at Diverse Inn. So my background is in software engineering, and I worked in multinational tech companies for 10 years before I start Diverse Inn. And uh, there were many reasons for me to make that transition, but In a nutshell, diverse and inclusion words were being used a lot as a marketing tool in the industry and as well as not able to see women like myself, women from different ethnic backgrounds in the leadership positions of tech companies, especially just was so frustrating to see. And these were all my wake up calls and I had to do something about it. So that's how diverse was born today. In a nutshell, what I do is I build and manage diverse and inclusion programs for companies. And I attend and deliver workshops and talks on around women in tech development, inclusive intelligence, diverse and inclusion, and empowering female founders nationally in Ireland and globally. So this is me in a nutshell. Very good. So your company, as you said, is called Diverse N. Yes. Brilliant. And you felt there was a need for this because of your background working in software. Is that, I suppose, what brought you to set this up? Uh, At first, uh, I've seen the need of it and I wanted to be part of an organization that I can contribute with my own um, experiences, let's say. So I was in a search at first to see if there is any organization that I can you know, bring some unique voice. And also I look at diversity and inclusion in a holistic way. Um, there were many women in tech initiatives. There were many, um, you know, LGBT communities, you know, gender equality and so on. But because yeah. of I look at it in a holistic way and I always wanted to um, bring those different communities under one platform that is going to be, Uh, you know, the communication is going to be uh, much better between them. And we look at solutions to diversity and inclusion in a holistic way. So that was brilliant. 
So I love it. You couldn't find any place to go yourself. So you went around and set it up yourself. Fantastic. I'd like to ask you, I suppose you went to college to study software and, and now you've set up a business. But if you think back to when you were younger, had you any idea what you wanted to be? Or is this something you always thought that you would have set up your own company? Uh, from very early ages, I was very passionate about technology. I knew I was going to do something about technology from the beginning. Great. Yeah. And my uh, my dad was a local businessman back in, in Turkey. And uh, when he was out, sometimes he used to give me his seat so that I could take care of his uh, work, you know, when I wow. was about like 15, 16 years of age around uh, summertime. So nice. that moment when I sit on his uh, desk and I used to feel like, okay, one day I should have my own business. I just like the idea. Brilliant. Of, having the control of every single thing you know being in charge um so these were the ideas um yeah okay yeah. and was there any particular time for can you know when you had started working as soft as a software engineer like what was the reason or what was there was there a light bulb moment for you that decided okay I need to set this company up what happened it Actually, there was not one thing, but many things that prepared okay. me, I believe. Um, if you ask me like five years ago, I wouldn't have imagined myself doing what I do today. Okay. Uh, because this is completely out of my comfort zone, like uh, public speaking and um, wow. like, uh, workshops and everything. Um, like these are the Two things, as I mentioned in my uh, introduction about not able to see women like me, not able to hear my thoughts in diversity and inclusion initiatives. And then one night, I remember 15th of June, I, yeah. I guess about like 11 p.m. So one day I was reading the news again. And on the news, there was another diversity and inclusion news about like how great things they are doing and everything. And that moment I said, you know what, I'm going to start a blog now okay. and just write in this moment. And I don't care if it gets successful or not. It's going to be with my voice, with my experiences as, and along with other diverse initiative voices supporting others, you know, existing um, yeah. initiatives as well. And I'm going to start something tonight. So from 11 p.m. until 8 a.m. in the morning, I stayed up all night and I designed the logo. I get the domain name and I designed the website, which is nearly 990% of it was still from that first day. Wow, that's and amazing. I, said, I already had like few posts and uh, I know the tech background helped me to get my initiative started um, up and running, up and running quickly. So from that night, I said, you know what? I'm starting something. I don't know if it's going to, uh, you know, have an impact, but it will at least uh, be some, you know, different voices out there. And this is all I can do for now. So that's how it started. That is amazing. And did it take you long then to decide to leave your, your secure job to, to go full in on this new company? Uh, on that time, I was in a career break already. Oh, right. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, so you did the chance to, to focus on it 100%. That's fantastic. I love mm -hmm. it. It's brilliant. So looking back, 
you know, is there anything different you would have done or would you like to give your give advice to yourself and how to do things differently or? Um, I think I would have tell me to be, to believe in myself more yeah, and trust in my inner voice earlier than before. Uh, to be honest, I'm, you know, when I'm being invited to speak, I still struggle with like, why do people want me to speak? Uh, maybe my, um, you know, my uh, input wouldn't that be valuable or will I be able to get it right? So, so many self-doubt just yeah. keep tapping me. Maybe I could have, if, if I didn't have those, um, you know, uh, difficult uh, things in my head I would have done it maybe five years earlier yeah I think so many people that I talk to come back to me and say you know just if they could have trusted in themselves or believed in themselves earlier they would have started earlier Mm -hmm. so it's a very common thread among a lot of these podcasts and it just everyone does have that doubt it yeah. definitely is. So there's you know, another there's another element to it as well. To be honest, yeah. because um, English is not my uh, native language. Yeah. So this insecurity, um, you know, to be able to pass on your message while you are speaking in another language. I have been living in Ireland for 15 years. Yes, I have no problem explaining myself, but you know, you only see people who yeah. are really, really good at speaking on, on media. So even I wouldn't be able to speak well in, you know, do a very good public speaking, probably in my own language, but to do it in English, it's just doubles the- um, That extra pressure. Yes, de- definitely extra pressure. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's fantastic. And you're doing great. And is there anything you would change or do differently? I suppose looking at where you are now, is there anything different you would have done? I think I would have <laughs> tell myself to ask more and get, get comfortable being uh, asking things. Uh, asking for help. Asking for help, asking okay. for questions, asking for anything that is not clear. Okay. I, I, I always felt hesitant to ask um, anything really. So asking what would be my biggest step you know, if I was changing anything. And another thing is being comfortable, getting used to being uncomfortable. You know, you always live out of your comfort zone. That wasn't the case like few years back. And I was always in my comfort zone. I was like happy driving, coming back and Friday afternoon, everything is just, you know, clear. Your mind is like um, ready for the weekend. But now at the weekend, I feel like did I emailed everybody that I supposed to email this week so that Monday I have a response and things like this. So it's just like getting used to those things and, uh, you know, feeling a little bit more comfortable out of your comfort zone um, and explicitly looking for these um, things you can do to to build your resilience. Brilliant. Um, these are the yeah. things I would uh, tell myself. There's so many things I would tell to myself as well. Yeah. These yeah. are the things that just comes up to my mind for, for now. Yeah, I like that. I mean, people do have to get used to 
if they need to make changes, if they want to make changes, they have to get out of their comfort zone or else that nothing will ever change. So I do agree with you there, definitely. What, what are the goals going forward for yourself and for the company Diversen? Have you set out goals over the next couple of years? Uh, there are many goals actually uh, for diverse in and for me. Sometimes they are going in parallel. Sometimes my um, my goals are taking a little bit, you know, different shape than diverse in goals as well. Absolutely. So one of the biggest thing is uh, I for myself as a personal uh, growth or goal. I love sharing. Um, whatever I learned, whatever I discovered. So one of the thing is um, sharing my learnings with productivity about entrepreneurship studies, remote working. So I would love to share this in a platform that is going to be uh, in a good structure, in a way that is going to be tailored to the, to, to the audience that I'm speaking to. Okay. Um, this is one of my goal and for diverse in, Similarly, sharing uh, diversity and inclusion related uh, online courses. Uh, we actually launched our first online course a few weeks ago. Oh, brilliant. Called Inclusive Intelligence. And uh, to keep, you know, doing this for, for more um, different uh, contents. Brilliant. Sharing, sharing more, reaching out to people out of, you know, Ireland, anywhere in the world, and then also doing it in different languages as well so it's brilliant uh, to be able to reach great future great people. growth plans very Hopefully. good yeah <laughs> and Forkan, do you write your goals down um, oh yes this is my notebook actually i show it to you love so it <laughs> in this one i have um i love to write down things just yeah. um, making me more um, um more relaxed you know when i put them down even though yeah. I keep them in, in the soft copy as well. So in this notebook, I have my strengths, my weaknesses, my core values, the people that I admire, probably pretty much the same questions you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So um, this is kind of like my Furkan uh, 101 discovery introduction. So I love discovering about, you know, even little things, even a productivity pattern that I discover about myself. Okay. Even is that is that something you've done in more recent years or have you been doing that for a long time? I have been doing it, but I wasn't keeping it, um, let's say, in a in a cons- consistent way. It used to be in, in another notebook. It used to be in like Evernote, in another note. So uh, but I do it very often. Great. Very, very often. Yeah. Brilliant. And what makes you happy? Do you know? Yes. <laughs> I think I asked this question uh, myself again a few, uh, few weeks ago. And I love learning. I Great. absolutely love learning something new and discovering and, and something inspiring, learning, the, um, learning about people as well. Um, you know, their journey is completely different. Their background is completely different to learn their, you know, journey, their experiences that just inspires me so much. And it also gives me a good perspective to look at it, to look at my life in a different uh, way. I I love doing these things, 
And another thing is I love mentoring. Very good. Sharing what I learned, how my, you know, how my approach would be to whatever the other person is looking for a guidance for and consistently sharing something that I discovered. Maybe it took me few years or few months to get to the bottom of it. And now I share it. Doesn't matter if somebody reads it or not, but it's just, I feel the responsibility to be able to share it. That is brilliant. Just just keeps me uh, super happy. That's great. And it drives you forward. Yes. And it's interesting enough. Um, I started, I said like, okay, I have very limited time. What can I actually do? Because I can't always record uh, YouTube videos. I, I have a YouTube channel as well. Time to time, I try to uh, put up my um, small you know, list of things about like productivity, about diversity and inclusion. So I started today to, um, to share my productivity tips in just one sentence from Twitter with the hashtag Furkan's productivity tips. So I'll Great. just share it every, every day. Great. Oh, I love it. That's so brilliant. And that'll keep you happy. Keep me happy and... as well. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And you said there that sharing your knowledge that really inspires you. Who else, like who inspires you? Where did all this come from? Um, there could be not only one person, but what they do could inspire me as well. For example, um, Bill George, Brenna Brown, Ariana Huffington, these people, uh, I, I love reading books as well. That inspires me so much to be able to look at it from uh, another perspective. So I, I have a list of people that I see like, wow, they are doing great things. So these are the people I can say that they really inspire me with their talks. In addition to that, from Ireland, um, Anna O'Leary from Vodafone amazing woman she inspires me every single time I listen to her even in a a conference we meet or in a different um, video also Sarah Cunningham from uh, MasterCard she's actually my mentor as well she's such an amazing uh, fantastic that is like her talk is just always so inspiring to me also uh, Mara McAdams she's a professor from DCU and her work is specifically on women empowerment for entrepreneurship. Um, Brilliant. And those are the people and those are the work, uh, you know, empowering female um, entrepreneurs or uh, empowering people from different backgrounds and also motivating and inspiring people in, you know, with little, little things, little activities, those are the things just um, inspires, inspires. That's brilliant. Yeah. And what, what a selection of females that you have picked there. That's, that's brilliant. And I'm sure, no doubt, you will be inspiring the next generation as well. Of, Hopefully. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You mentioned you love reading books. I'm sure you have a long list of books, but yes. what would you advise <laughs> anyone to read? Is there any books that have stuck with you that you really love? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I tell you what I read about so yeah I'm yeah. not like I, I book a novel and read I love classics you know um, 
especially Russian classics as well. And I used to read a lot uh, those classics. But in the recent years, I only read about business, self-help, personal growth and management books. Yeah, yeah. My top recommendations would be HBR, Harvard Business Review, Emotional Intelligence Series. It's fantastic. It's a list of uh, selections uh, from the articles that they publish on HBR. Okay, uh, brilliant. They are, they are fantastic. And another one is Try from Ariana Huffington. Absolutely, okay. I love every single uh, pages of it. Um, Rebel Talent from uh, Francisca, uh, Francisca Gino. Okay. It's actually talking about why it pays to break the rules at work and in life. Great. The next one I could say is Finding Your True North, uh, which is talking about authentic leadership by Bill George. And yeah, these are my my top. They're your top, top books at the moment. Brilliant. Yes. And do you listen to podcasts as well that you would recommend? I used to listen a lot when I was driving to work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, working from home has stopped yes. a lot of that. Yeah. 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 But Happier at Work is a very good one from um, uh, Eva O'Brien as well. And HBR Women is great one as well. The Culture Lab. I forget the name of the lady, but Culture Lab is also great. great. Um, yeah, these okay. are the ones I can I can name for now. That's brilliant. Um, and could I ask you as well, and I know you have your book that you write down your goals and that. Would you write down values? Do you know what your values are um, for Ken? Uh, it was a difficult one to be able to um, shortlist my values. But I can say, if I say, for example, four core values to me, the first one is independence. Okay. The second, yeah. The second one is honesty. Brilliant. Uh, They are not in order, but yeah, yeah. No, that's (laughs) fine. Yeah. Yeah. The third one is absolutely authenticity. Brilliant. And number four, five. They could be about like balance, harmony, family, religion, and belief, and ethic. So, yeah, so these yeah. are the yeah the four and five. Um, I can say as my um, core, values, core but values, the number three, like third, uh, the top three is authenticity, honesty, and independence. Yeah, yeah, and I can see that in you and the company that you have set up. You know those are the values behind it, you know, when you look at it and what you're trying to do. Absolutely. You can see that. I'm happy that I could reflect some of it. (laughs) Oh, no, absolutely. What advice would you give anyone that might be thinking of making a change, even just something small or that that they're not sure? What what advice would you like to give? The first one I, I would say is discover as much as you can about your strengths weaknesses your you know productivity patterns or what you want to achieve in life you know what satisfies you if you do what activities in life you know is it like writing a book or is it um is it working in in a in an industry or is it starting your business so let's say you are like 80, 90 years of age. I always give this example to my mentees. So I tell them, imagine you are like 80, 90 or 100 years old. 
and uh, you are in your place, you have your loved ones around you and the, the, the door is uh, ringing and you see that a, a journalist is coming to your place to interview you because you have been a very successful woman. So what you have achieved in life that they are doing the interview with you. So what would be the maybe two, three things that you could tell to that journalist that you achieved, you are so happy to, uh, to achieve those things. So brilliant. So these, the, the discovery is the first thing. Um, and this is the scene I described. I love it. It's brilliant. The second thing is you are ready now. It's never wait for like, I could be better. I could have done this. No, you are ready now. Just jump on it. Just go for it. Whatever Absolutely. it is, you are ready, you're enough. And the third one is uh, enjoy your journey because every single day you are getting close, one day closer to your dreams and just enjoy this moment because these are the struggles. These are the things that will set you, uh, you know, for your dreams, get, get closer to your dreams. So these every little step counts and they need to be um, appreciated. They need to be rewarded. So just don't look at the result, but enjoy your journey as well. That's brilliant. Enjoy the journey. And so many people say that because you can't just keep waiting to reach your goal without enjoying each step absolutely. of the way. Maybe you change your idea on the middle way. That is absolutely yeah. fine. But just as long as you're enjoying it, you will find um, better ways of reaching to your dreams. Brilliant. And Forkan, would you say you're living life on your own terms now? I can say that I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'm uh, absolutely trying my best because to be able to live in your own terms, you need to be very clear on your own, you know, terms, goals, um, core values and, and et cetera. Brilliant. Um, I'm very clear on that. So I can say, yes, I can, um, I can recognize my, my values. Um, when I'm making decision, I definitely think of if this is something that describes me before I used to say maybe 10 years ago would this satisfy or would, they, would this make the other person happy but now I say you know Furkan is this in your list of you know values why you know why you are not feeling happy to make this decision you know sometimes it's so difficult to say no to another person I know yeah. I struggle it every single day too but then if, if it's not my list I say you know what, there must be an, another way to, uh, to, live, to live my values. And I won't uh, betray to myself. I will just uh, respect myself. Without respecting yourself, you know, you could be saying yes to every single thing and then feeling very down because of you betray yourself. But if you live with your own values, then it just you are happy doesn't matter if it's um, because it's this is you if it's right or yeah. wrong you don't know it yet but yeah. you know that this is the best version of you this is you truly exactly 
Otherwise, you're living your life on someone else's terms. Yes. And I suppose that's the goal here is to live the life you need to live, live to your authentic values. And then at the end of the day, hopefully live life on your own terms. So Furkan, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate it. I love what you're doing and I'm really looking forward to following you and see how you get on in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for having me. I really enjoyed this talk and uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you take away some positive steps from it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe for free and tell your friends. If there is anyone's story that you would love to hear, please message me and I'll do my best to interview them. Thanks for listening and for living life on your own terms.